It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Brian, it is now time for our favorite part of the show where we turn things over to our listening audience for their Twitter mailbag. Uh, First question here comes from John. Uh, Offensive packages you hope to see the Cowboys run against Tampa Bay. For me, 20 personnel would be interesting. And um, uh, for for those of you that uh, 20 personnel, wow, that would be... uh, Pretty, two backs, yeah, two yeah. backs, no tight end. Yeah, that that would be interesting. I'm sitting here thinking about that. So that would be no Schultz, no yeah. Ferguson. Interesting. I don't know that it'd be my favorite though. Uh, so no. you got there with 20 personnel. I'm assuming that would be Zeke, Pollard, Tolbert, Brown, uh, Lamb would, would yeah. be the grouping there. Uh, Brian, are, are there any certain uh, personnel groupings you think the Cowboys could take advantage of um, going up here against the Buccaneers? You know what? I think they had some really nice success with their 11 personnel stuff last year. Uh, But, you know, if in fact Ferguson is a guy that could be a tough cover, Schultz could be a tough cover. uh, They they ran several plays last year where Dak was on the boot, the waggles and the stuff where they actually, they had no really running, uh, rushing attack, but they still went play action on stuff. And, you know, it kind of held, it held, Tampa Bay in place from going back and watching the game. So uh, I think the 12 personnel stuff, especially if if Ferguson becomes a tough cover, you know, if all of a sudden they don't have somebody that can, you know, Antoine Winfield is a shorter guy. So, you know, and then Sean Murphy Bunting is the nickel there. So, you know, could they, could you get some matchups where, you know, you have, uh, you know, their, their safeties, whether Winfield, Evans, you know, they've got Keanu Neal on their team, too, uh, that he made their roster. So we know Keanu Neal is not a very good cover guy. So if, in fact, that he's on the field, I kind of find a way to, to match that up uh, if, in fact, that I don't feel like that, that he can cover very well because we've seen it with our own, own eyes. He's a better forward player, better around the line of scrimmage. We know he can create turnovers. But if you could get him in coverage, that's 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 a problem for for uh, for Tampa Bay right there. Yeah, and I, I think I'm with you though on the fact of I, I think 12 personnel is what I'd feel most comfortable running out of, especially just with the questions along the offensive line. Well, it could help the line. Yeah, exactly. The, the questions on the offensive line, and and frankly, I trust this tight ends room as pass catchers right now more than the receivers. Yeah. There, there's sure just do. more to be shown there. So I think. It, Either way, you you slice it. Whether you look at it as better help for the offensive line in the run game, an extra blocking help, you know, keeping an extra block or whatever else, or just for the fact that I think you've got more reliable pass catchers, I think I'd look for 12 personnel. For, for those of you who wonder when you hear the, the personnel grouping, when you hear the, the first number is the number of running backs on the field, the second number is the number of tight ends on the field, and you get, you know, five skill position players. So whatever remaining outside of those numbers end up, you get receivers. So 12 personnel would be one running back, two tight ends, two receivers. So just in case there's any of you that are, are curious. No, it's a good job means. of explaining that. Yep. So uh, next question here comes from John. He says, do you see a potential veteran wide receiver signing after week one? 
Brian, after week one, I believe uh, the contracts are non-guaranteed. Um, right. So you don't have to. So there, there's a benefit there in waiting till week one. Also allows them to assess where their receiver group is at. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a, a play they were making as they said, hey, let's roll with it this way because we can find out what we have in our group. And then also if we do need to go get somebody, it, it's not a guaranteed contract. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but I also don't think that there's anybody that they're just itching to sign like, like they they sort of were with somebody like Jason Peters where they kind of had their eyes on it the whole time. Um, I think they'll, they'll, to use an old phrase, they'll let the game come to them. I, I think they'll just kind of lay back and, and see where things develop. I'm going to say they're not, Bobby, because I feel like then in the next week, maybe week two or week three, like you've talked about, they get Michael Gallup back. Yeah. So no, I and I I don't. I think this I think this tackle move is to protect them, uh, you know, for them for Tyler Smith and going forward. I think that's the only move that they really really want to make right now. When we talk about the you know them laying back and seeing if certain receivers are going to step up, Brian, if I could tell you. You get to pick one of these guys really steps up and 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 comes into what they believe he can be. Would you prefer that be Noah Brown, Simi Fajoko, or Dennis Houston? I would rather it be, man, I'll tell you what, because Dennis Brown, he got a ton of reps, and I couldn't. Dennis Houston. Dennis Houston, I'm sorry, yeah. Dennis Houston. And I, I couldn't, I just was struggling with that one. And so that would be very surprising to me. Uh, but I think... I think Noah Brown, and I'll say this because Noah Brown being on the field, I think could be a good thing because he is a good blocker. He's a bigger body. So if you put him on the field, you can do more things with him. I feel like you could use him in the running game as far as uh, on the uh, on the edge, bring him in motion, have him set, uh, crack toss, stuff like that. He's more than comfortable. But if he's able to catch passes, I think that gives you that guy that just – it, it reminds me very much, and this is going to be a throwback's name, but remember Heinz Ward at Pittsburgh? Yes, one of Hines the best Ward. blocking receivers there was. Okay, if you're a, a, a great blocking receiver or you're a guy that's willing to block and get your nose a little bloodied and dirtied, and I think Noah Brown is. When you watch him run crack toss, I mentioned that earlier, you know, that, that you know, everybody down, down, around, you know, here come the you know here comes big bodies out on the edge on the perimeter. Yep. Noah Brown set the edge. You know Noah Brown is very very capable of being that kind of player. Then Noah Brown's capable of faking the crack toss and running right across the formation and, and being open if they you know fake the sweep and him being right there. So I think I would like Noah Brown to be that guy because I I think I could get more out of the position with his blocking and his catching. I think, I, I mean, and obviously it'd be great if they could get any of them to step up. I'd really like to see Simi Fajoko step up into that just because I think when you look at, obviously, the physical traits, the size-speed combination, it's so impressive that if you could get the consistency out of him, I think that that'd be a really tough matchup for them. They'd be able to do some uh, unique things with Fajoko. They need somebody to step up, and I and honestly It's got to be somebody. It's got to be somebody, yeah. yeah. Next question here uh, from Greg. He says, do you envision more designed runs and more running in general from Dak this year? Obvious risks, but would help the offense provided he can stay on the field. Brian, I don't know about you. I think we did see a guy who was more willing to run um, this training camp. Uh, I'll say yes and no. Yes, I think we're going to see more running in general than we did last year, and I think we're going to see more effective running. Um, 
no, I don't necessarily think we're going to see more design runs. I don't think they're going to put him in a position to draw up a play for him to run. Uh, and in fact, it is kind of funny that they were so adverse to, you know, so averse to him running all last year, except on the very last play of the playoff game where it mattered the most. Then they said, yeah, sure, go, go, you know, take off. Sure, we'd love that. Um, but I think in general, we will see him run more and they're, they're not going to discourage him from that. Uh, but I don't think they're going to draw plays up necessarily for him to run the ball. No, and other than quarterback draws, maybe on the goal line, sure. stuff like that. Uh, but I do feel like that you will see Dak Prescott take more chances or opportunities to run the ball. I don't think he's going to be. I think it's. I think it's. You know, if it's shotgun, things start to break down. He runs forward. He gets six, seven yards. Get down. I don't see Dak stiff arming people and stuff like that. Even though I love when Dak Prescott plays with physicality. Because I think everybody in the stadium, I think the team gets fired up. I think when they see their quarterback, you know, making plays, you know, sacrificing his body in order to make plays, I always think that's a good thing. And I think that that they Dak has put a lot of this injury stuff, I believe, behind him. So I'm I'm I want to get back to the Dak Prescott of 16, 17, that kind of uh, that kind of player. Next question here from Bill Naylor. Uh, he says, love what y'all are doing here. Very much appreciate that, Bill. Uh, he Thank says, you. on the defensive side, there's been a lot of focus on Micah, um, Sam Williams, Anthony Barr, secondary. It seems like it's been a very quiet training camp regarding number 90, DeMarcus Lawrence, obviously. Yeah. Uh, very little talk about him uh, or from him. What are your thoughts and expectations uh, for DeMarcus this year? DeMarcus Lawrence looks trimmed down. He's lost some weight, um, and, and he looks much slimmer I don't know if that's about trying to become quicker since since that's clearly what you need to win off the edge these days um, with how quick quarterbacks get it out. I know the Cowboys have wanted him to develop more of an inside move to try and counteract some of those things. Um, But I think overall he's looked good out here at camp. I I don't know that he's been jaw-dropping, but he's looked good, and I think the team is definitely excited about the prospects of, okay, Dan Quinn can have him for a full season now, and that's why they were willing to make the concessions they did in reworking his contract this offseason. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I think you're you're dead on about the weight loss slimming down. Um, you know, I, I'll say this, though, uh, about him, and, and we're really excited on, I know on our show during the week uh, on 105.3, the fan, every Thursday at 4.30, Central time, uh, we're going to get to talk to Demarcus Lawrence. Ooh, that, uh, so that's, that's a good our, one. Yeah, so that's our weekly player guest. So tune in, uh, whether through the Odyssey app or Twitch or YouTube, uh, 105.3 The Fan, every Thursday, 4.30 Central. Uh, we'll try and uh, make uh, make him laugh a little bit, but I'm sure <laughs> he'll be really honest about uh, where he is and where the defense is and where the team is. But it has been a really quiet camp for him. I I say that because, I mean, I wasn't at every practice. I wasn't at the Chargers practices, and I wasn't at the one Bronco practice. Now, maybe he showed up in those, and you know, but other than that, he didn't play any really the preseason games or anything like that. So he's going to be fresh and ready to go when uh, this thing kicks off next uh, Sunday night. Generally, uh, believe he's still got something left in the tank, though. I know a lot of people tank. Uh, not to turn a phrase there. Uh, I know a lot of people have the questions about how effective he can be as a sack artist in this day and age, just w- with the way the game's changed and he's getting older and he's getting more banged up. But you still think he has something left in the tank here? Absolutely. I think this is where Micah Parsons. I think this is where Osa 
I think this is where he gets help from Barr, uh, Armstrong, Fowler. I, I think, you know, he it's this is going to be especially I think there's going to be a lot of attention being paid to Micah Parsons. And if if you put tank and we start to watch the all 22 after games and he's one on one, I guarantee you there's going to be some times where he's going to win. And I think that number of sacks. Was it last year six or so? I think maybe I'm wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, I believe. I mean, I know he got a lot there crammed yeah. in at the end of the yeah. season, just with the limited the time of, that he had. Exactly. Um, so three, yeah. he had three, but he had. A, they all came okay. in like the last three weeks of the season. Okay, so three sacks. I, it was Randy that had the six. Yes. Sacks, but, yes. So so yeah, I, I I would say he would probably double that and maybe add a couple more. Maybe maybe you get eight sacks out of him this year. I think they'd be thrilled with that. All right. Well, that does it for us. Uh, we will have uh, practices this week that will be able to report from uh and, and obviously we'll be keeping a close eye on that injury report not just in dallas but also in tampa bay seeing about tristan Wirfs and chris godwin and guys like that uh but until wednesday we will talk to you guys later